I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. It is episode number four zero. Good old number 40. Guys, I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant. Let's put that on the screen, make it look professional. Bam. And today I have another special guest, guys. Um, and I'm going to figure out a way to put your name on the screen under you. Check this out. Ready for this? Uh-oh. Boom. A little Joe Girard. That's uh, me. And we got some Jeremy DeMerchant over here. I like this better, actually. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is always an adventure. Whenever Joe and I get on a call, it's just, just entertainment central. So, yeah. guys, let me tell you about Joe, though. He is a sales coach and consultant who basically wants to rid the world of sales, you weirdos. He works globally, helping his clients build sales systems, have better conversations, and basically make selling more human and normal. Where he does his best work is, on the psycho- is in the psychology of the customer and creating authentic influence. Plus, he's got his own show called Whiskey Friday, where he talks business and drinks whiskey, and he's promised to have me on as a guest at some point. Absolutely. So, Joe, welcome. So, th- thank you for coming to Sales Team Rescue. I'm really pumped. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. And I've got, uh, I've got, I think I've Facebook open over here. So, do, do I sharing this now? Am I going and say, "Hey, we're live"? Is that what I should do? Yeah, you can do that. Do that up. Ooh, um, yeah, we're we're popping right up on uh, multiple pages right now, live. But you share it, and cool. guys, if you're watching the replay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that means you're on salesteamrescue.com to catch the replay or right here on Facebook. Cool, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Awesome. Be good. Let's let's uh, let's get it let's get it popping. Let's look, Joe. Here's the deal. So you you and I play in the same space, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of people would call us competition, and I think that's complete BS. Um, I think it's all about collaboration. Uh, and yeah. so guys, like last week, Joe and I jumped on a call and he's like, Here's what I got going on. And I'm like, here's what I got going on. It's like, man, we are in alignment, we're going in the same directions. And the conversation was all about how do we help each other? And I love this because so many times in the sales space, it's all about, you know, a do- like dog eat dog, right? It's, yeah. it's you know, who's yeah. going to eat your lunch, right? And and I, I don't think it has to be that way. So um, some people would be like, why would you bring a guy who technically does the same thing you do onto your show? Because I'm rad. Right? Dude, he drinks whiskey, <laughs> he drinks whiskey and does a show when he's, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, I get text messages saying you need to get off the internet. So like, you run two different shows, brother. <laughs> Joe Gerard broke the internet again. You know, man, I'll tell you, you know what's funny about the Whiskey Friday show? Now I'm promoting my own stuff. We haven't done it for a while, so don't worry about it. But okay. um, it's we both understand sales like so. It's it's a different monster, right? When you mm-hmm. when you speak sales with people, you get it's like nerdy, man. It's like we're we're like gamers or something that we speak a totally right. different language. Yeah. But like I remember like the Whiskey Friday thing. Um, when we first were doing it, I had a client that I went and um, we did a big workshop out in Niagara Falls. We had like a thousand people in the audience and everybody's, you know, they're saying, Joe Girardi does this, he does that. And everybody rolls their eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's the sales trainer guy. And then he's like, and he's got this Whiskey Friday show and he's got a Glenn Livid as a sponsor. And everybody's like, oh, I like this guy. Like it just changes like the nature of how people approach you. Right. So it's pretty cool. Well, and, and that's cool. Like when I was deciding on the image to do for the preview of the show as well, like you gave me a couple, like or three, like pretty professional looking shots. And then there is like that shot. Right. And I'm like, that, that feels more like Joe. Let's do it. Cause, yeah. cause I, I mean, obviously it's marketing. I want the attention. Right. But also you stand out like you're, you're different. You're not the guy that shows it. Like I'm the guy that shows up 
suit and maybe not so much a tie, but I'm at least, you know, rocking the collar all the time. You're the guy. And maybe this is the up-leveled version of where I want to be someday. But you're like, no, no, man. Like we were having this conversation. <laughs> you're, you're like, man, like I'm on the golf course. Don't bug me. It's golf day. <laughs> right? Every day right? should be golf day. Right, right. Sure. But like you've got that, that um, I think you've got almost like a, a higher level of posture around like don't mess with what I got going on. And yeah. I, it's, you know, it's um, you ever read um, Pitch Anything, Orrin Claff? Yeah, the whole idea of like the prizing effect. When I read that, I was like, you know, shit, why do I keep trying to conform? Like if you go online and you look at like sales training videos, it's the same guy every time. He's wearing a blazer and kind of like a mock black turtleneck. It's always the same guy and he's got he's always bald. Like sales will ruin you and then you get you honor you get that outfit at a certain point. So like uh, you know, I just turned 40, like good thing episode 40. So it's uh, you know, that's that's what's coming now. So next time is the mock turtleneck blazer. Right. Right. It's, you know, when you start the the prizing and the positioning and just not for the sake of like trying to be cool. Like I know like a lot of people try and copy Gary V and I've had people in my workshops that try and copy my style, which is like, I'm going to go and start swearing more and then it doesn't work. I'm like, no, you have like, I naturally just can't control myself. (laughs) I'm just a sailor. (laughs) So people are like, oh, I want to talk to him because he's normal, but I'm insane, but I embrace it. So that, I think that's the thing, whatever your, whatever your weirdo factor is, embrace it just don't be different right don't be not yourself right yeah yeah, i mean we do a lot of work on the subconscious psychology and you know subliminal communication and if you are a little bit off you're trying to even if it's that one percent off people know they're like "Mm, this yeah i don't trust this guy yeah well that's it right if you're it's it's kind of like when it, it, it seems like when you're in this role where you're trying to help people improve their sales and it's something that naturally has this resistance built in yeah your audience almost has this like canine, like sensor, like mm, something's off. Yeah, I call like, it sales know. breath. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or yeah, like commission breath. Like mm, yeah, yeah. I sense it. Yeah, they totally. can tell. Man. And it's there's I, I, that's one of my favorite nerdy things I love to read is all the psychology and stuff. Where I'm like, oh my god, I was right all along. I didn't know why. Yeah. But it, it, the studies prove like people know subconsciously when you're trustworthy. Yeah. Right. Because something's up. That spidey yeah. sense tingles, man. So the fact that I'm crazy and embrace it, I make I guess makes me more trustworthy. That's what I go. that's what I keep telling myself in the mirror in the morning, right? So just don't just don't get you in the middle of a big deal on a Friday during when you're drinking the oh, whiskey. Dude, some of my best I mean, if you to any salespeople that know, you know, you get out there sometimes, some of the best deals are at the bar, right? So you know, mm-hmm. that's, I've done a lot of, uh, I've done a couple shows where I think big things happen. Uh, and you know, going out and meet that's why I started Whiskey Friday was a lot of my, I mean, my favorite thing to do is just drink and talk business. Yeah. So you go out to a pub and my, my co-host, we would just go sit and talk and people go, what are you guys talking about? They get involved. And it's just when you can re- reduce like sort of the, the friction and the complexity of a conversation and let it flow. I mean, that's the, that's the benefit, right? Mm, absolutely. So you don't always have to drink. I mean, I, I've done whiskey for other people that don't drink too. <laughs> they drink tea, but <laughs> them right well i think i can make an exception for, for, for whiskey friday i can i can well not that i don't drink i definitely enjoy whiskey yeah. but uh yeah that that'll be awesome so yeah. look i want to dive in because yeah. you're working on something right now um that and it, it's interesting because it's i don't think it's revolutionary from Thank a you. conceptual person right i'm completely tearing it apart right now right this is not- it's very good but i want to <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing but here's here's the situation it's not What's that good caveat? don't buy it because my stuff's better i got i get it okay. but, but here, you're here's bigger the, than you're a better person this, this, better. Is, <laughs> this is the beauty of it though it's not revolutionary in 
like the, the high level, but what it is, is effective. Yeah. And I think there's so many things out there, strategies, formulas, whatever language you want to put around it. This is the secret system. And that's cool. You get this great philosophical teaching around what you should do. But then you've got your system, which is just, hey, we get it done. This That's is it. how you get it done. So, so tell us about that um, well, and, and and who you designed it for. Yeah, well, it's and it's just similar. I mean, that's why I love the talk we had last time. Is your system is the we know, like sales? You know, people come to me and say, "Can you come do motivational speaking?" Believe it or not, folks, people come and ask me to come and talk to them. But uh, they, they, they want to come do some motivational speaking, and I'm like, "That's not really my style. My style is like, let's get shit done." Because yeah. when you start to get stuff done. Then you're like, oh, surprise, I'm motivated. Like, that's just what I know. And I know from like, I've been in sales 20 years. I've been, I had a team of 40 people and I just, it drove me crazy um, when people say I made this list and I prepared this document and look at my great email template. I'm like, well, who did you talk to? Well, you know, I'm waiting because you got to understand that's, that's the thing that always killed me. And so action trumps everything. You know, that because the action of actually talking to your customers is the thing that fills that feedback loop to go, ah, okay, here's how I can improve. Here's how I know that thing that I thought I was supposed to say. That's why the 30-second pitch, the elevator pitch stuff drives me crazy because you go to networking events and people say, what do you do? And people are waiting. They're like, blah, blah, and they just vomit this thing that they've been practicing. They don't even pay attention that this person's like, that is a garbage presentation, right? right? Yeah. And so like that, the whole idea is like, just be, be imperfect, but get going on something and pay attention because sales is not about the script that you make because in the real world, they don't have the same script. It's not like a movie where the other actor has the script and they're saying what you want. Yeah. You got to say your piece and then pay fucking attention to the other guy right. or, or the girl. Just be like, ah, oh, okay, that didn't land. That wasn't good. Here's how we adapt. So it's the third and, and fourth level. So the, what I found is I'm also guilty of as a trainer, as a consultant, as a coach that, you know, I want to sound really smart and go and do all these, like, I did this stuff on psychology and here's the secret trick and then people are like oh wow yeah i was really good and really smart and then they go home and they don't do anything with it right right yeah. and that's the thing that you know that uh, it's a failure as a trainer um to have people that you oh i think we lost joe all right well here he's coming back three two one there we go and this is the beauty of live I don't know what's going on. I, I blame it on West Coast internet. See, you've got all the great weather. You're not in any snow. So the internet gods are, are, are going to punish you. <laughs> Hold on, man. I got like 600 megabytes. I'm like dialed right up. I know, right? I'm like, I'm hardwired to 200 and I still have problems. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good to go. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that was the thing that I, I failed a lot of clients was, you know, to be like, here's all this great stuff you can do. Here's these workbooks, all this stuff. And then, they're always just like, yeah, that's great. And then they need more and more training. And so I'm, I'm, I think fundamentally, like I'm, a, I'm lazy. I don't want to work that much. Right. So I want to help somebody win as quickly as possible. And so the program that I'm building, I took a step back. Like we did really well last year. I took a step back and said, okay, let's burn the boats and let's start over. And let's really think about what's the thing that's going to move the needle. We've done some stuff where we built really good marketing funnels and all these systems and people come to me and say, can you help with CRM and all this stuff that feels like really good work. And primarily because it's safe, you do it behind closed doors, you do it in your little bubble and you get to have ideas and everybody's got opinions and everybody's right. 
um, until you go and talk to some customers, right? And I like so, your idea. You must be right. I'm sure. Yeah, that's great. Oh, let's all pat each other on the back and let's talk about how smart we are. Okay. Every time I know when I sold, I used to work for a college, we would have these great marketing and sales meetings. And then I just grab some of our, our customers, our students say, Hey guys, here's this thing we great. We just created. What do you think? They're like, mm, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Like fantastic. Yeah. Let's start over. Right. I would create emails and I'd have a new lead that would come in. I'd say, Hey, before I send this out to 10,000 people, can I show you what? And they'd be like, yeah. They're like, no, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, thank God. Cause it's <laughs> like, and I'm like, and you're trying to get that little conversion? No, talk to people. So the program that I'm building is all around contact strategies and outreach, but we're flipping it and, and starting from the customer first. And real, I'm, my skill is to really help people understand their customer, the stuff that's going on that they're not telling you because nobody gives a shit about your product, your service. They're not going, oh, I can't wait for you to come tell me about all your great stuff. Okay. They're sitting thinking, oh my God, how am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do with this? This person's driving me crazy. My dog is sick. My brother died. All these things they're thinking about that, that isn't you. Right. So you have to get in their world and think about what they're doing before they do. So the whole program I'm building is a contact strategy, helping people just create some curiosity, tap into what's going on. So people go, huh? OK, well, what do you got? So that they just talk to them for five minutes. That's it. I love it. I love it. And, and yeah. It's, yeah and, and you made a good point. Like people are we, we want to hide behind automation. Mm -hmm. right? like every business, not every, but a lot of business owners really dislike or hesitate around the idea of sales and so What's they go well, automation sexy man right yeah no, exactly right and so it's like let's i'm gonna build my nurture sequence i'm yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna do voicemail drops i don't even have to dial the number a machine will do it and it's like that's cool but you're not having a conversation and and i think that's where this this changes the game because it's like taking an old school approach to new school sales because you can use that, by the way. That's not a bad tagline. <laughs> oh, also, yeah, put it right on the top here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, there's uh, over Joe's shoulder, his right shoulder. It's out, outside of the the screen, but there's a sign that says, "Yeah, right over there." That says, "Don't be a salesy weirdo." I love it. Yeah. Um, can I hang on? Let me. I want to see if I can switch your view so we can do it. Hang on a second. Let me hide me. Why don't I grab? I can grab it for you. It's uh, up here. There you go. Ah, yeah. We'll just put that right here. How's that? Is that better? There you go. All right. How's oh, that? Yeah. Beautiful. All right, awesome. Oh, wait. We're on the wrong side again. I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. Am I in charge? <laughs> no, you're in charge. I'm just kidding. Sorry. See, this, this interview is already going off the rails because we're having too much fun. Looks um, good, man. So because yeah, this, so, this is what sales is about is ebb and flow, man. A little bit right? more organic. Exactly. People, are, people are freaked out about this stuff. I, I know. And you know, it's it's so interesting. And I, I did as well. In fact, I was at a conference this weekend. My first day, I, I was so stressed out because I had in my mind that I was going to pitch something to somebody very specific and it was going to be a big deal. Yeah. And then I found out I wasn't going to get the opportunity. And after being really frustrated and angry for like 90 seconds, I was like, Ah, I can chill now. And I enjoyed the rest of the totally. event. And it's, and like, and I'm trained or experienced in dealing with that stress and calming myself down. But man, I remember back in the day when it was almost paralyzing when you're like, what do I do when they answer the phone? Right. Right. And it's, and it's because nobody practices. We, and, and we just got to get, we just have to get out there and do it. So that, that's why I love what you're doing. The contact strategy approach, like real people, real conversations. 
mm-hmm. real results you can use that too thank you well yeah it's 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 really like the the workshop i'm doing it and you know building this into a longer term proprietary program the first half of it is really thinking about that flywheel like the customer first let's think about them and there's a whole methodology around understanding that customer asking questions digging into their world bringing in empathy skills surprise surprise but you know the the thing where people talk about automation and scaling and all everyone loves those terms but if you what are you going to automate and scale if you don't test it right you can automate and scale your shitty opinions that doesn't mean it's going to be a good answer right but that when you start to do like everything that i'm trying to build or anything that i have built and am building is is scalable so rather than, so we've got like th- the three pieces, you know, you've got all of your pre-selling framework stuff where you can build your webinars, your lead magnets, your copywriting, your funnels, all that stuff you can build. But I don't want to build those until we've done the outbound conversation. Then we build the, you know, the sales process and conversation that's, that converts all of that. Then we go back and build all the other stuff. Then you can scale really quickly, right? And so that's what I'm trying to hold. And me and my, I have a business partner. We did a lot of marketing projects last year that took a long time. Whereas we could have just gone out and started calling people today and, and solved a lot of the stuff that we were trying to wrestle with four months, five months, six months down the road. Mm. Right. And so that's where, you know, we go in and, and find those champions. We find the introductions, we do the right digging. We go, Oh, I bet this person's dealing with that. I bet this person is struggling with that. And if this is happening, I bet these things are also happening. Let's go test and validate those assumptions. And we start to go, oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. Then the next person, hey, we just talked to this, you know, this A guy and he's at this habit. Are you seeing the same thing? Oh, my God. I'm Now you're like, OK, we can automate that piece. We can systemize that one piece. Mm-hmm. And then you start to go, OK, now we've got our, our general idea. Let's segment that and then let's build it into profiles. And then once you have a number of those, then you can automate it. Then you can start going because, you know, you have a likelihood of hitting the nail on the head. But a lot of especially new people, they come in and they just think they can like bulldoze their way into converting and closing or just sending this email sequence to millions of people. It's like, come on, nobody wants that shit. Right. That's so, so right. So, <laughs> I love it. And you're going after these damn kids on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> With a shotgun. Uh, so, so your contract strategy, yeah. this program you're mapping out. So what's the name of it? I don't even know. See, that's that's the beauty of it. I, I sold my workshop out um, mm-hmm. in, within a week uh, to people that I've uh, some I've done business with, some I haven't, mm-hmm. some know me, some don't. Um, right. I just did a little bit of outreach and said, this is what it is. Do you want to learn more? I'm, and I was just giving stuff away to people, right? To say, hey, check this out. This is what I've got. If you want to use it, steal it, go ahead. Because I know the power is in the workshop and actually getting action. Mm-hmm. So then from there, um, I didn't create a name. I didn't do any do- I didn't do any marketing materials. I just sent out invoices and they're all paid. <laughs> they're all paid and we're starting on Friday. I don't have anything um, marketing for it. I'm like, let's get to work. I've got the worksheets and I know we're going to fucking crush it on Friday. I got a bunch of surprises for them on how we're going to do it. They're bringing prospect lists. By the end of the day, we should have some conversions Beautiful. as a group. So, I mean, yeah. that's the whole, that's the whole thing. So that I'm trying to, you know, any, like I said to you earlier, anything that I want anybody to do, I have to be willing to do myself. Right. And so I want to prove, you know, like I, I've done this so many times. You want to, you want to make money or you want to drive your business, just go sell, just get, just pick up the phone, make a list of people, go talk to them. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. It's so simple. It's like the, and when we were talking about the momentum 120 that I, that I launched a couple weeks ago, 
Um, I put up a sales page, but the button was click the book a call with me because I didn't want to figure out writing all the copy. <laughs> right? I just wanted to like have a conversation, see if it's yeah. a fit, say yay or nay, and let's 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 get going. Yeah. And, and now it's it's rolling really really well. So that approach, like you, you don't need to get caught in all these, all the automation, all that like. Well, you know, one of the yeah, one of the things, um, the, like the fir- one of the first things we have people do is is video email. And so I've been looking at all these cool softwares, all these cool things. This I have, I've got subscriptions to a bunch of them. The one I really like is Loom. Uh, I'm not an affiliate for them. They don't have an affiliate program, but it's free and uh, you can just go and create it. So I had one of the guys ahead of time, um, you know, they're a marketing company, so they love marketing stuff. So I said, you know, just try this out and go send some emails. And so he did an email and I said, just record this video and send it out. So he did a six minute, almost like a product presentation. And then they embedded it onto a a landing page. And I said, no, that's not what we're trying to do. You've just created a a very salesy thing and they don't know who you are. Now it's creepy, right? Like that's that's what it ended up being. Sorry, I I wanted to say it right when you took a sip too. But now that, I mean, I always think about this like like dating, man. Like I've been I've been with my fiance for ten years, uh, but uh, you know, like it, it's if you're doing this weird stuff that you wouldn't send to a friend, why do you send it to clients, right? Mm. Like why would you say weird stuff? That that's why I, that's I spend most of my time being like that's weird. Like, don't send that. That's that's creepy. Or like, if you send this thing, like, what would they think? Nobody ever thinks about what the other person is thinking on the other end. Right. They just think what they want to say, not the response. Yeah. Like the 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 thing that you know people create. I, I read it. I'm like, if I got that, I'd be like, what the hell is this? Mm. Or I'd be like, mm, that feels like a scam, or that feels like this. That I mean, that's what we're trying to figure out, right? So all of this is helping people see what they don't see because, like you said, people like just doing stuff to people. Yeah, it's that, that that is sounds as uncomfortable as it should. We they just want to do stuff to people. Do stuff to people. Right. Right. And it's yeah, there's there's no engagement. There's no stuff to you. <laughs> it's like you know, and I, I I mean I don't want to lean into the whole my my branding and stuff, but like it's a permission thing. It's a it's a consent thing, right? Like oh, absolutely. Let's have a consensual conversation about solving a problem. Yeah. Right. This yeah. went on a very twisted turn, but it, but it's bang on, right? Exactly. Don't be a salesy weirdo. Don't be creepy. Be yeah. real with real people and have real conversations. Yeah, it's and that's it. And and you can scale that. That's the thing that people people get. Uh, you know, when we start looking at this stuff, they get a little bit leery. Like they're like, yeah, we've got a big team. We got to do this. And like, so that's why we're building contact strategies. We're building more frameworks versus scripts. We build, you know, we we do the program that I'm building is kind of like I, I think I told you we talk is kind of like that game Mad Libs where you do all the work ahead of time and then it's like what's the verb? What's the animal? That's not what goes into it, but you know what else? <laughs> what's your spirit animal? Hello, Mr. But, Leopard. Yeah. <laughs> but so they they get all of the information and then we take the pieces and put it into these scripts and frameworks. I've got people that are doing, you know, they have very like high level CEO, C-suite um, management consulting company to a guy that's using it to go and, you know, find work. So it, it works that way because it's really tapping into like, here's what we do for initial outreach. Here's how we build the relationship. So by the end of like, say this is a 30 day blitz that we're doing that nobody's going, you know, fuck off. They're just saying, Hey, thanks for all of that. It's not a good time. Keep me on your list. Send me some more stuff. And you're just, like you said, asking for permission to sell so that you can you can move forward and you're saying, hey, you seem like the type of person that I can do some really cool stuff with. Here's something that you'd really like. If you want to do it, let's talk. If you're not sure, here's some other stuff that I think you're going to like anyways, so that you're not offended if they say no, but they're like, wow, 
the power of reciprocity kicks in and they go, this person's really cool. And you can scale that, right? You can very quickly, scale. I have a, I have a, one of my clients in Chicago, he was doing like two, 100 to 200 calls a day, but like trying to go fast, fast, fast. We slowed it down to like 10, five times as revenue because we did a lot of the pre-call planning. We did a lot of the thinking. And at first, you know, you do the prep for the, a client, take you an hour. Now he does it while he's dialing, right? Because he knows how to think about somebody differently than they do. And then he's looking for that. Mm, interesting. Love it. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> so I want to dive in now. So what I call the lightning round. Okay. Because you, you kick ass and I want to dig in. I want to get, I want to get some really interesting answers out of some very interesting questions, especially the last one, but we'll get there in a second. So you're drinking something <laughs> in your mug right now. And we know coffee's for closers. What's your favorite kind of coffee or comparable drink? What's my favorite coffee or comparable drink? Yeah. Um, I am just, you know what? I've got plain old coffee in my drip coffee machine. And I just load that up every morning and power down with yeah. some, with Bailey's. So that's comparable, right? That's a yeah, there's coffee involved. Exactly. I got Bailey's in my coffee right now. Bing, bing, bing. Love it. Uh, what's the number one book or movie you'd recommend to a sales rep or sales leaders? <sighs> it, you know, it depends on the mindset. I, you know, I like um, uh, pitch anything. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my body here. Ultimate sales machine is good for thinking. Um, spin selling is always good, but I always recommend challenger sale, I think. Yeah. Challenger sale and insight selling is kind of the newest way to think about, well, how do we, you know, not necessarily push back, but how do we, how do we lead with a lot more strength um, than, you know, going in weak and asking too many questions. Right. right? So I think insight and challenger sale would be the ones I'd say. Awesome. Awesome. Um, who's someone you considered a mentor in your life? Well, my mom, right? Uh, mom's always the best. She's always been that uh, that rock uh, where she's like, you know, uh, maybe we don't need to be so aggressive, or, <laughs> or or just like you know, like you you can you can go a little bit slower, and you know, it's it's when you slip up or you do things that are a little bit like a little bit, you know, you become a bully or you're angry or you get upset about things. That's what people remember you for. So just kind of being able to be in control of your emotions. And I had a really good mentor, my old president of the company I worked for. He was good. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'm giving you two for everyone now. <laughs> All right. I love it. So well, you can give you two books, two mentors, keep them coming. Yeah. You give me two for the next one. I'll be very intrigued. What's the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to stay on your game? To stay on my game, I you know I the daily routine. The strangest thing I do, um, I don't think it's strange, but I always like I take my dog and we go, we take a break and we go do stuff. I work from home, so I just grab my dog, we go go goof around and do stuff to just shake it up, right? Or play or play guitar. There you go, two. <laughs> what kind of guitar do you have? What's up? What kind of guitar do you have? Anything cheap, fancy? Cheap and mm-hmm. something I can just wail on. Love it, love it, beautiful. So, Joe, where – oh, actually, one one side fun fact that I want to throw in here. Um, and we were talking before. You said you've got the number one ranked YouTube video on spin, spin selling. In, in fact, it outranks the actual author of the book. Yeah. 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 Any, anything – any tips you can give from that? Or is it like, – Yeah, man. So here, here's the story. So years ago, um, again, I followed my same process. As I, I remember when I, when I had a job – um, I would always do like a 90 day sprint and it was kind of go back to like what my mom said is, you know, like 
one of the, her best piece of advice when I'd be pissed off or something at work, she'd say, you know what? Are you doing your best work? Are you doing everything you can? You know, are you just making it? You can't, you know, just keep doing what you're doing and make excuses why it's everybody else's fault. So give it six months, go for three months, just hit the ground running, do your best work, then see what happens. And then eventually the same idea, then I'll be like, oh, now I'm motivated again because I just got to work instead of sat and being a turtle and pouting. Right? right. And so I applied that same methodology in my business when it wasn't when I first started. And I did a 90 day blogging strategy where I did a blog every day for 90 days and all these different styles and a bunch of more videos. That's how I started. And I had to learn how to use cameras and all this stuff. So I think in 2014 is when I recorded that video. And it was basically I took spin selling what I barely kind of knew about it. I did a five minute video that just just me in my stupid bedroom with like the and it was kind of the white balance was all off. And I was like, here's how spin selling. That's how I sound. Here's how spin selling works. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have a little thing pop up to talk about, you know, situation, problem, implication, need payoff. And I just presented it in a very clear way, uh, like a book report. <laughs> and then I just posted it. And that thing blew up out of everything I did. That thing took off. Right. And so people would, and what I would get were, you know, VPs and CEOs of like big companies um, that would, the email would just say spin selling. Can you help my team with that? I'm like, I'm not an expert. I just I did a shitty book report. And so that thing's got like over 100,000 views, which is big in this in this space for a yeah. book, sales book. Yeah. Uh, and it outranks Neil Rackham, the author. And then I think say, that's why I apply this thinking for my same process is I'm like, why did that work? And all of this other shit that I created didn't have the same kind of traction. And the reason being is if I'm a new VP or I'm a new CEO and I say, I need to, you know, or I, I'm somebody that wants to get some momentum for my sales team. What am I going to do? I'm going to Google what kind of sales training is there. Spin selling was one of the number one sales trainings out there. So you answer that high level question. Then somebody goes, well, what is spin selling? And then they say, oh, here's a little video of it. And then everybody overcomplicates it. I made it really simple. And they go, hey, that guy knows how to simplify it. I wonder if he can tell my team the same stuff. So my first big client, I was still had a job when I think I recorded that video. Um, and so the first guy called me and I thought it was like the Nigerian Prince scam. Where I'm like, mm, you're not a real guy because he was a VP of biz dev for a company called Amatech, which is a $6 billion manufacturing company. Wow. And he's like, we're doing a global conference and we want you to come speak at it. I'm like, mm, I don't think you're talking to the right guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a dude, right? Um, I'm a dude who plays a dude playing another dude. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, mm, okay. And so I had to like figure out like what I was going to do for a workshop. And so I was like, ah, shit. So I did all my study. I built this great workshop, flew out, went on a big tour. And uh, yeah, I did a global conference because I did a one video that solved the problem that people were asking about, which now that I know that I'm like, why do I do all this other stuff? And the funny thing about that video in the end of it, I say, Hey, tomorrow I'm going to review the challenger sale. And on that, on that video, it says, Hey man, where's the challenger sale? I've never done that video. <laughs> so I went and did all the other shit that I'm like, this is fun. This is important. And I never went back to the stuff that works. People still waiting six years later. Six years yeah. later, man. Where's the video? I'm like, hang tight. It's coming <laughs> tomorrow. So, I mean, that's just the, that's the nature of it. You never know what's going to happen, but you never know until you start doing stuff, right? Yeah. Some of the and I built and I can I built an academy. I built a whole bunch of stuff that I thought was smart. Nobody cares. It's only when you start doing stuff and people go, oh, that's helpful, and you're like, what? That helped. So that's I always go back to just right. s shit out. Well, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I like, I've done lots of different trainings and programs and workshops. Yeah. And the thing that's gotten the most traction 
was a title that um, a, a friend of actually an ex-girlfriend helped me sort out. And it was three steps to avoid getting ghosted by your prospects. And I'm like, yeah. I never would have thought of that, but that in myself, like, I don't, that's a, great, that's a great title. It's amazing. But, but it wasn't mine. I mean, it's, it's mine, but, it's yours not. I, but I, I didn't come up with it. Right. That was, you know, my, my ex going, this is, this is, seems like it could be a cool thing. Yeah. And now it took me through all of 2019 as like the most common talk that I did. And most revenue generating talk that I did was that one statement. Yeah. So well, that's why this, this, can I do it here? This thing yeah. here, don't be says yeah. a weirdo was something that I said on a call with a client. And they were just like, because I do sales call reviews. We look at all this stuff. And they're like, I'm like, why are you being weird? Like, you don't talk like that. They're like, I was being weird. I'm like, you're a salesy weirdo. Like, and then I'm like, and there was like, ah, and I just started saying that. And all the other cool, smart stuff I'd ever thought about, like, hey, be a sales hero and all this. Nobody cares. They're like, yeah, yeah don't be salesy weirdo. Everybody knows this. Yeah. And I yeah. get people that I've never met come up to me on the street. They're like, hey, man, I ran into a salesy weirdo the other day. I'm like, I don't know who you are, man. <laughs> Like it's, it's, it. it's crazy, man. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So Joe, where can people find more of your greatness? Um, well, I'll just, just stay on this. Uh, we're going to be doing this for four hours, right? We're so yeah, great. yeah, that, yeah. That was the intention. Yeah. <laughs> um, well I've got change, grow, achieve is my company. So change, grow, achieve.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Joe Gerard.ca. I just redid that. So that's kind of fun. That's where a lot of my stuff started. Lots of blog posts, lots of resources. I, I like the new look and feel of it. So it's a lot more fun. I got salesheroacademy.com and I just started another company last year, brand two sales, but start with change or achieve. If you want to talk to me, just email me, call me, whatever. That's six, six, one, Joe G. That's my number. Six, six, one, Joe G. Five, oh, six, six, one, Joe G. Call me. Love it. I love it. That's awesome. Joe, thank you so much for being on sales team rescue. This is episode 40. Joe Gerard, sales coach, sales genius. Just no, whiskey, just a guy, just a guy, man. Whiskey lover and not a salesy weirdo, right? <laughs> try uh, not, but you know what? I try not to be, but we all we all become one. We just have to be aware of it, right? I love it. I love it. Thanks so much. We will have you yeah, on again, and I'm looking forward to my uh, my spot on Whiskey Fridays. Oh, buddy, it'll, it'll be fun for sure. Awesome. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in uh, for this episode of Sales Team Rescue, episode number forty. Again, I'm Jeremy DeMerchant, your host, and you can catch this replay and previous episodes at salesteamrescue.com. Let me put that on the screen so people can see it. Boom. Salesteamrescue.com. And we will see you next week, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, for another episode of Sales Team Rescue. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.